Guys, just and girls, of course, just sit back, relax. I got two articles I want to read to you. And if you're into NFTs, if you're into DeFi, if you're into cryptocurrency, if you're into Binance Smart Chain, if you're into uh, Ethereum, Cardano, Polkadot, Cosmos, you're going to want to tune in for this one. All right. So first off, let me just make this source available to all of you real quick. This, uh, both of these articles are coming from DAP Radar's report section. I tend to read the reports a lot. You know, a lot of people just look at the rankings, but I think that they do an outstanding job, or at least they have been recently too. Maybe, maybe this is more recent that I've noticed that they've been putting out some really great content. Okay, so you can just click right on that report section. You know, we can click on 2021, we can go to Q3, we can go to Q2, we can go to Q1. Um, doesn't really look like Q2 changes that much. Maybe it's just loading. But um, <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. So, so the first article, though, it's called BGA, Blockchain Game Report. Okay, that's BGA, Blockchain for B, Game for G, and then uh, A for Alliance. Okay, so it's BGA, Blockchain Game Report from the Blockchain Game Alliance. Do you know who the Blockchain Game Alliance is? Did you know that the Blockchain Game Alliance existed? Did you know that there was an organization out there, an alliance of blockchain games? State of the blockchain game sector. See, we're constantly learning on this channel. Um, I basically don't stop learning. Anyone that follows this channel, you guys don't stop learning. We're just all just learning machines out here. Demand for blockchain-powered games has increased during July. Okay, this is so true. But I think they underplayed it. The blockchain gaming sector showed a more visible footprint in the industry as the space grew. How many percentages? 121%. In terms of unique active wallets, reaching more than 804,000 unique users. Okay. And imagine if each one of these people is putting $1,000, right? That's a thousand times eight hundred and four thousand. Without counting whales. We got a whales report for you later on. The success story of play to earn games are a positive sign for the entire blockchain industry. The industry is represented by different blockchains in contrast to D5 or NFTs, where the focus is on the few. The involvement of NFTs and gaming dApps is positively affecting the space and the rise of the non-fungible tokens is not expected to scale down anytime soon. According to the July DAP Radar DAP Industry Report, BSC was the most used blockchain. Okay, so for anybody that's confused, anybody that's confused, Binance Smart Chain, developers, smart contract users, they're choosing a more centralized blockchain to create all their games because that's where the people are, okay? That's where the people are, guys. The OGs are still probably on Ethereum, okay? 
a lot of OGs on my channel say that they're on multiple blockchains as well. Okay. I think what happened, and I'm when I say OGs, guys, I mean like the Oest of Gs, right? The people that really led the way. Because they knew how important decentralization was. What's interesting though is the market is saying that centralization over the decentralized Ethereum network, or even Polygon for that matter, Polygon should have more adoption in my opinion, but people are choosing BSC over both Polygon, Ethereum, everything else that's out there. That's the first point I really wanted to get across to you guys in this article. Um, if you see that there's more users on some of these BSC games, right, which is a way more asymmetric bet because there is more users on Binance Smart Chain than something like Ethereum. And you see something like, I don't know, Axie Infinity have less users than CryptoZune. <laughs> Guys, it's just what it is. Okay. No offense to CryptoZune. Um, and listen, I love Ethereum. All right? I love all the Ethereum people. I love, I love everybody. I'm just painting a narrative. Okay. And part of that success can be attributed to the inclusion of play-to-earn games into the Binance ecosystem. Wax, a, black, a blockchain that focuses on gaming and NFTs, came second with 336,000 unique users. So it's not even Ethereum in second place. It's Wax. Wax. Because Wax is what? Wax is cheap. Wax is efficient. Wax is easy to set up. All you need is a Google account or a Facebook account. Their marketplaces look so simple. Have you ever been onto uh, Atomic Hub and seen their marketplace? If you haven't, I'd highly suggest that you go check it out. It's super easy to use. I made a video on it a while back. I'll be probably tough to find it since I post like three times a day sometimes. Uh, the recent success of play to earn games is positively impacting the most important blockchains in the industry. The play-to-earn movement is establishing itself as one of the blockchain's industry's main foundations. For instance, Axie Infinity is shattering records in several categories and has become a reason for headlines across mainstream media. <laughs> if you guys hear a baby screaming in the background, I don't know what that's all about. Um, I'm actually in a in a uh, in like my my office, really. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Play to earn games are creating microeconomics where individuals have the opportunity to generate passive income simply by playing a blockchain game. As the whole space becomes more mature with established DeFi players and exciting NFT projects, as the space gets enriched, the blockchain gaming sector might be the key to finally reaching mass adoption. I mean, guys, wake up. We've gone from 1% to almost what? I think we're getting close to like maybe 5%, maybe 10%. 10% about like blockchain at least, right? Like at least 10% of the world knows about Bitcoin. Okay, this is all recent. Like talk to me in December. No one knew. Like maybe one out of a thousand people really could talk about Bitcoin and its principles. Google Trends Worldwide. 
Search for Axie Infinity. Search for Call of Duty. This is insane. More people are searching for Axie Infinity. And not even just like buy a little bit amount for a day or two, but ever since this Axie Infinity craze, it looks like this part of the chart where Call of Duty was at. Hmm. Alright guys, so the key takeaways and girls, of course, we do not want to forget about our ladies or the ladies. <laughs> um, blockchain gaming sector shows a more visible footprint compared to June. The space grew 121% in terms of unique users. BSC, Binance Smart Chain, for those of you who, who, who don't know, is now the blockchain. With more gaming users attracting more than 391,000 users, unique users, during July. A whopping 2,400% increase month over month. Guys, that's insane. That's insane. Wax and EOS came in afterward with 319% and 49,000 gaming users respectively. Those numbers represent a 7% and 48% increase from the previous month. What? Axie <laughs> became the most valuable NFT collection ever with more than 1 billion in trading volume. 600 million, those are big numbers, happened during July alone. Crypto Blades challenges aliens Alien Worlds as the most played game across all protocols. The BSC game attracted more than 316,000 unique users during July, whilst generating more than 4.3 million in transaction volume. Alien Worlds and Upland increase their usage by 7% and 52%, respectively, when compared to June, Wax and EOS are directly benefited. Hive Splinterlands, which is another great project in my opinion, experienced a considerable spike in its usage. The game attracted more than 26,000 unique users during July, a 204% increase from the previous month. Virtual lands among different metaverses increased their value. So now you have real estate, virtual real estate going up in value. A sandbox, a sandbox land lot sold for almost a million dollars. Well, several Axie lands are trading above 500,000. Insane. Unbelievable. Look at this. Look at this chart. Play to earn games boasting the blockchain industry. Last month, we covered the Q2 performance of the blockchain gaming sector. Numbers showed an impressive 600% increase from numbers registered in March 2021. It was clear back then that the play-to-earn revolution had begun, had already started. Fast forward to July, not only has the positive trend remained consistent, the blockchain gaming sector is generating a powerful impact on the whole industry. During July alone, more than 804,000 unique users connected to blockchain games, smart contracts. That number, the number represents a 121 increase from June's usage. All right, so basically all this data points to one thing. This happened in June 2021. Mark your calendars. Don't forget it and get ready to tell your grandkids. So this report over here, if you're on the podcast, I just switched tabs after making that 
joke. <laughs> but not really a joke. Get ready to tell your grandkids, man. Um, it's called the Whale Analysis Report. You know, it's 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 got this hyphen and then it says NFT perspective. So it's like detailed, you know, whales in the NFT space talking kind of like that. So let's just hear hear them out real quick. I'm just going to read it word for word and then I'll jump in if I need to. Uh, we aim to analyze and draw some existing patterns based on the behavior of whales in six different NFT collections. The following document belongs to a new series of reports that intend to analyze on-chain, on-chain metrics, in this case, whale patterns. The report analyzes some of the most important NFT collection and intends to draw some patterns and behaviors between incurred by their whale wallets. So it's just kind of like, you know, obviously there's stuff like this for stocks, just making sure that you're kind of aware of the manipulation happening in certain markets. Um, DAP Radar is coming up with these reports, you know, and, and I would give it a look. I would do it on your own time. I'll go through this full one just like once with you guys. But I mean, there's so much stuff to cover. Like if I just read every single report, I just want to give you guys kind of like an idea of like how you can get this information yourself. And then you can come back and share it with me, you know, if I missed anything. Um, so right here it says NB, a cryptocurrency whale is a term that refers to individuals or entities that hold large amounts of crypto. Well, movement is a simple signal that can have a huge effect on the price of a cryptocurrency depending on the size, magnitude, source, and destination of the transaction. The blockchain industry is ever-evolving. Last summer, we saw the DeFi mania reaching thousands of users with billions in TBL being locked in different dApps across several protocols. This year, we have seen the rise of NFTs in different contexts and protocols generating volumes that were unthinkable a few months ago. Due to the increased importance of NFTs in the industry, we decided to dive deep into one of the most important on-chain indicators for this space. The Whale Concentration Index, or in simple terms, how diluted or concentrated a given collection is. In this report, we aim to analyze and draw some existing patterns based on the behavior of whales in six collections, CryptoPunks, uh, Board 8 Yacht Club, Bay C Art Blocks, Axie Infinity, Cool Cats NFT, and Pudgy Penguins. First, we briefly discuss what exactly whales are and how they may affect the NFT market. Then we look up at a couple of tools that come in handy when performing whale analysis. Afterward, we introduce the whales concentration index and on-chain metric to evaluate a project's distribution. And finally, we analyze the whale's behavior for a aforementioned projects. So basically, guys, my thing on this, right, and they go into this, the key findings here. Um, and I'll read this too before I let you guys go. Um, my thing on this, real quick, is number one, a lot of these projects, I mean, you'll see them right here. They're going to be on Ethereum. I don't think people realize that, like, Gary Vaynerchuk was so right when he said that NFTs with utility are going to be the winners. I just don't think a lot of NFTs that he even invests in have, have utility. <laughs> I think they're kind of like more 
on the side of just a piece of art that maybe was part of a collection that when we look back in history, it'll be like uh, something that we can put in, like something that represents historical significance, like which which projects, you know, kind of put a stamp on the beginning of NFTs in general. My channel is like the opposite of that, man. Like I want NFTs that are like potentially producing income. I'm looking at NFTs like pieces of real estate. I'm looking at NFTs that like have some kind of utility. That's why a game NFTs are so big, especially in the games that will allow you to buy or sell and lend your NFTs because they have real world, they actually have utility, you know? And uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love Gary Vaynerchuk 100%. He's my guy. I mean, gosh, I got to give it to him. He, uh, he's my guy. However, let's get into this. Let's see which ones are all the, you know, the heavy wallets, right? Kind of trading with. So the key findings, whale analysis is an on-chain metric to understand potential market manipulation. Pudgy penguins and Bay C are among the best distributed collections in the NFT space, their whale concentration index is around 6.24% and 6.70% respectively. All right. So I wonder like, like maybe a 1% would be a really good whale concentration because it means that there's not that much whale concentration. Crypto punks have a high whale concentration index with 1,410 punks owned by 10 wallets, 14.10%. Yet due to the collection's massive market cap, 3.1 billion, it is less prone to be manipulated. So I mean that's that's a play. I just I just don't I just I just don't know. Like here's a hot take. Maybe it doesn't happen that crypto punks doesn't this is gonna get me railed since I'm in the NFT space. Dang, but I gotta say it. I got to say it hot take. I'm not a hundred percent convicted on it. Just a, like a funny, like, Oh man, what if that happened is if crypto punks, right? Literally does not become the successful project. And because they have such a high whale index, people actually only own it if they're incredibly wealthy or if they were like very beginners. So that creates less of a actual, you know, uh, underlying value inside them. And do I think that would happen? No. <laughs> Dude, crypto punks. I mean, you have like, who is it? Kanye West, I believe, has a crypto punk as his avatar on Twitter. Crypto punks is going nowhere, guys. Have a high, well, I'm not 100% convicted on that either. We just don't know. We just do not know. Um, Basey. Looks like the healthiest collection in terms of market manipulation, thanks to a low whale concentration index, 6.7%, and an impressive market cap of $1.1 billion. Art Blocks whales have important holdings in CryptoPunks and MeBits, collectively owning 211 and 414 pieces, respectively. Pudgy penguins appear to be liked by these whales, as 202 penguins are also owned by Art Block whales. Axie whales are mostly focused on gaming NFTs. Only two whales have diversified NFT collectible portfolios. Basie whales and cool cat whales tend to have diversified NFT strategies. Basie whales own 418 art blocks collectively, whilst cool cats whales have at least three pieces of the collection in scope, including 81 crypto punks. Crypto punks are heavily focused on larva labs collections. 
as the whales do not own anything else besides art blocks, punks, and mebits. Crypto punk whales have the most valuable portfolios on average $53 million, followed by Baysi and art blocks in the second tier around one or around $11.5 million. So why I think this is great for the community is because for two reasons. Number one, for entrepreneurs that either were fortunate enough, smart enough, or wealthy enough to buy these collections of these historic, I'm going to call them historical significance NFTs, not necessarily NFTs that have a huge passive income kind of feature, but just more of a historical significance NFT. It's treated much more like art, right? Like high-end art. And what I believe will happen for those entrepreneurs who were either wealthy enough or smart enough or lucky enough, I'll say, is they will have the opportunity since they're entrepreneurs to create an index fund based on their collection. So let's say that you have one of these whales with an average portfolio of around $11.5 million, right? Well, what they can do is they can actually, through um, you know the tokenomics of crypto, create an underlying token that represents their entire collection. I think this has been done you know, multiple times already. I'm pretty sure people are doing it left and right now with their collections, especially whales, because that gives people a chance to buy into a certain collector's collection. And that also makes it really fun for art collectors because instead of just having your art in your house, now you have a way to monetize it and have people just like hold the token you know, the underlying token over time while still having the art in your wallet. And it's just a really cool, you know, chain of events that occurs. Okay, so whale analysis 101. Maybe I'll just read this and I'll let you guys go. But um, when when analyzing the blockchain industry, there is no shortage of options that can help us get a better grasp on the current state of the industry. A comprehensive technical analysis is key to understanding the market for cryptocurrencies, whereas to thrive on NFTs and DeFi, it is of uttermost importance uh, to comply to complement it with on-chain analysis. So, like, I'm a big fundamental guy. That's kind of why I model my channel more like altcoin daily. So I do zero TA. I've never done TA really. I just, if something looks juicy, I'll say it looks juicy. I don't even know what that means. It's like if I look at a chart and I just think that the chart looks like healthy, then uh, yeah, I'll say it looks juicy. But I've been successful through sports cards, through the stock market, through, you know, whatever it is, you know, REITs, whatever it was, crypto, obviously, whatever it was, through just a lot of fundamental understanding. And then just like a deep thought as to where things are going. And that's because I'm an investor. I'm not really a trader. So I'm going for the long term. So it's easier to read off of fundamentals than off of TA. But traders have a great time off of TA. And on-chain analysis, obviously, as well, is great for both uh, a fundamental point of view and just a general, you know, kind of like statistical point of view, too. How many users are on this blockchain? What kind of... uh, you know, what kind of project are we talking about, right? Things like that. One of the most helpful on-chain patterns is looking at the behavior incurred by whales. Whales in the blockchain industry can refer to whale transactions or whale wallets. Whale transactions are those operations that entail a significant monetary value, any amount that may shift the entire market sentiment for a given token, and are often used as cryptocurrency indicators. 
Well, wallets, on the other hand, refer to those addresses that own the largest piece sh uh, shares of a certain collection. For the scope of this report, we refer to collection whales as the top 10 holders for any collection. So that's kind of a good way to do it. You know, the top 10 holders of NFTs on Zoo or Mobox, you know, the top 10 NFT, because that's where this is going to go. Ready? This is my prediction. Okay, because CryptoPunks missed a lot of people too, you know. Some of these older historical value types of deals, obviously Axie, you know, and some of these like, I mean, even Pudgy Bay, like some of these are, don't don't fall necessarily next to CryptoPunks because they do have utility. So I really, uh, I really meant just CryptoPunks when I said that earlier. However, utility can be added, I understand. Um, you know, it's interesting because we're about to see, in my opinion, once my DeFi pet gets staking, okay, you can stake your pets. Once CYT gets a little bit more traction, a little bit more people, you know, go on to Dragonary. I think we're about to see those two projects become of historical significance. They're just too good in my mind. They're targeting different parts of the world. They're targeting the entire world. They can be used by anybody anywhere, and they're just really, really cool for different reasons. So there's a lot of games up in the air. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at Crypto Blade, seeing if they can turn that ship around a bit. I'm looking at Zoo, seeing if they can turn that ship around a bit. Um, obviously, Mobox at this point is clear-cut winner. Clear-cut winner. So anyways, let's let's uh let's read this last two two bits here and then I'll let you guys go. Analyzing the token holder distribution is important to understand whether the supply of a given token is equally distributed uh, or most of its supply is in the hands of a few wallets. Heavy concentrations in a few wallets are not healthy for any token or dap. Big concentration in a few wallets may lead towards a potential sell-off that would uh, be detriment to the value of any asset. On the other hand, a more diluted supply into more wallets entail a lower risk of sell pressure. In this case, it is less probable that different owners agree on the exact time to sell an asset in standard conditions. Super basic information right there. Another method that can be applied to blockchain analysis is social trading. In traditional markets, social trading is an investment strategy that allows individuals to mimic the trading behaviors of their peers. In crypto, mimicking a whale may lead to under-the-radar coins with a huge upside. That same mindset, that's how I found, that, guys, did I ever tell you the story of how I found buy swaps so early? Like way before MVB2? I literally found it through a whale. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Um... That, that strategy does work, by the way. If you got some whale addresses that you want to just, like, follow, I mean, honestly, you don't even have to share them because, number one, I'm sure the whale might not like it. Number one, number two, even if they do like it, I don't know if you would like it. But um, if anybody wants to just, like, I'm not, eh, not going to say that. I'm not going to say to share the whale address in the comments. Um, it just feels uncomfortable, you know? 
<laughs> feel so comfortable to say that because <laughs> I don't want to be I don't want to I don't want to be sharing that stuff. If you find a whale address and you can like spy on it on like DBank, completely like you know free and completely fair to do it. I'm just saying I I just don't want to open my channel to get a bunch of addresses that appear to be you know having some tokens that could be low cap gems and then all of a sudden they turn to be like scam like a scam right. So that's why I'm uncomfortable saying that, but. If you can find a whale who's like got a lot of Bitcoin or Ethereum, go on DBank and uh, just plug in their wallet. It'll show you all their major tokens that are recognizable and what they what they have and stuff. And there's a few other dApps like that too that you can do. Yield Watch is another one, but you gotta pay to like to be able to view the wallet. Um, that same mindset can be applied to NFTs. It is interesting to observe which collections are garnering the most interest from whales in other collections. Whew. All right, that's a lot. So I'm going to leave it there. The rest of the article, I would definitely recommend you guys read because this is such a good one. And knowing about whales, knowing some of these basic things, knowing some of these tools and tricks are super, are super useful when it comes to investing or finding new projects, things of that nature. So I just want to put that on your radar, give you guys some kind of informative stuff. Um, as always, the goal is to get to 10,000 subscribers. I'm at 2.4, and I literally have like four days to do it. I think I can do it, man. I know it sounds crazy. I just think everybody about to watch this video that's not subscribed, maybe you guys will, you know, <laughs> you guys will see how hard this is because I have uh, a few days to do it. You might just want to do it out of sympathy or just by being nice to me. But uh, that would be hilarious if I just get all these sympathy subscribers. But um, <laughs> no, it's all good. It's kind of like what the real thing is, is that, listen, this is Jay Crypto. I'm trying to get to 10,000 subscribers in like four days. I think I can do it. We'll see where I can, I can do it. This is Jay Crypto. And as always, I'm out. Thanks.